culture. Pop my culture. Pop my culture. Everyone. Pop my culture. Pop my culture. Pop my culture. Everyone. It's the Pop My Culture Podcast with your hosts, Cole Stratton and Vanessa Ragland. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Pop My Culture Podcast. I'm Cole Stratton. And I'm Vanessa Ragland. This is a very exciting episode. I'm excited and I'm thrilled. <laughs> yes. Hey. Yeah. Uh, which we'll get to in a minute. Yep. A uh, little bit of our usual housekeeping stuff up front. Uh, we are completely supported by the listeners. That's right. And that's you. That's you, kids. So uh, we have a donate button on our website, popmyculturepodcast.com. Uh, every little bit helps. It so, certainly um, does. I mean, it really does. <laughs> it really seriously does. You know how many waters we have to buy for our guests? Right. Um, <laughs> but uh, seriously, if you have a chance, that would be fantastic. Uh, we have a live show coming up. Our we first do. Los Angeles live show. I'm really excited. It is on Wednesday, March 30th mm-hmm. at 8.30 p.m. at the Improv Comedy Lab, which is connected to the Improv on Melrose. It's a great little venue, and it's going to be a really, really fun show. I think it's going to sell out fast, so you can get your tickets on their website. And it's only $5. Yep. So please come on out if you live in the Los Angeles area. We'd love to see you. And get um, drinks afterwards and yeah. hang out with you. Why not? Uh, we're also just announced a t-shirt contest yeah. a little while ago. We are hoping to move into the merch area of things. So uh, if you're an artist or you're so inclined, please put together uh, uh, some artwork that you think would look great on a t-shirt that kind of represents what you think of the podcast. Yeah, we're giving $100 and an awesome basket of pop culture stuff to the winner. And we really we would love to see all of your work. We haven't gotten too many submissions, so don't be afraid. <laughs> yeah, just a handful. But uh, yeah. feel free to submit. And yeah, we know we realize it's not a ton of money or whatever. Whatever, yeah. But, you know, it just it's always something you guys would want to do for fun. And so. we'll also give you credit on the site, and it could be good. <laughs> there you go. Um, so email your entries to info at popmyculturepodcast.com. Also, if you have a chance, stop on by iTunes and leave us a review and rate yes. us. It helps us to get featured, which brings more ears to the podcast. And it makes me feel better when my jeans don't fit right. There you go. <laughs> uh, we do have a great giveaway uh, with this particular episode. Yes. Um, when uh, you hear the first question, go to our website, popmyculturepodcast.com. Leave your answer to the first question on there, and we'll pick our favorite. Uh, the prize is going to be an autographed Thrilling Adventure Hour poster by the cast in the upcoming April show. It will be star-studded so not only will it have the signatures of the people you're about to hear on this podcast it'll have a bunch more on there too and really awesome people so really cool cool. people (laughs) so we'll be listening for that let's uh get to this supersized awesome podcast shall we excited yay uh very exciting episode uh it's it is percolating in here uh (laughs) that's funny because there's actually coffee uh, we have in the, the cast studio, of the, <laughs> the high tech studio. Of this <laughs> uh, we have the cast of the Thrilling Adventure Hour, which is a <laughs> monthly show at Largo here in Los Angeles. We also have a podcast at thrillingadventurepodcast.com. Thrillingadventurehour.com. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Um, we have uh, the two guys behind the show, the the guys behind the curtain, so to speak, wow. who uh, write it and produce it. Uh, ben Acker and Ben Blacker. Say hello, Hi, fellas. Hello. Hi, guys. Thank you for having us. <laughs> that was really natural. Thank you. You're welcome. Was really good. We pride ourselves on being natural and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> uh, you may know him as Sparks Nevada, uh, Mark Evan Jackson. Hello. <laughs> well, hello. Was that natural? That, that felt, was it new. felt very that natural. Was. It was good. It felt natural. It was really good. I'll do it again. No, that, we sweet, got it. Sweet, we got sweet. that. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can just keep going. <laughs> 
Good morning. <laughs> and we are moving around the table. <laughs> so you're done with me? Is that coffee ready? <laughs> Should we do ours again? <laughs> no, I think those were really good, too. Good, good morning. morning. Yeah, I'm getting thumbed up. <laughs> Keep going, Cole. Move around the table. We'll get, to him. we'll get it going. Uh, a frequent guest star on the show. Uh, he also starred in The Good Guys on television, Colin Hanks. Hello. Hi. Hi. That's all right. That's not as good as no, you. No, we didn't get that one, actually. <laughs> <laughs> that one's not in the game. Hello. Oh. Wow. <laughs> That's bad. Lucky baby. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And finally, the final piece of the puzzle today, uh, you know him as Dr. Venture and the Venture Brothers, James Urbaniak. Thank you for having me on your podcast. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> well done. Well, I, like- I got another one. Pick up. <laughs> Thanks for having me on your podcast, guys. Oh. Day in the Southland. He's nice. so cool. <laughs> That was the guy that wears sunglasses. A lot that of mitts today. <laughs> Listen, we can do introductions for the full hour. Yeah. <laughs> that was kind of our plan. Sweet. In case you guys have forgotten, <laughs> they're implying they should be writing them. Oh, okay. Well, it's not your that. show right now. Well, okay. We'll see wow. how it ends. We scripted we'll this last night, <laughs> and if you guys could just follow along. It is going very well. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Everything yeah, that you've done so far is uh, solidly... All we need now is an inciting incident. <laughs> oh, no, the coffee! I don't know what happened with it, but something... The coffee maker's overflowing with bubbles. <laughs> this Altman-esque mosaic of characters. <laughs> is this gun loaded? Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait till the end. Oh, and Vanessa, you have a beautiful gun collection. <laughs> I didn't think oh. I'd see so many antique guns on the wall. I just like to keep people guessing. How many are loaded in this? All of them. That, just in case. We can this find first out act. later. There's a lot of duels in this neighborhood. So you, just, you never know. <laughs> no. keep them up. I thought you said oh duels like the non-alcoholic. There is. There's that too. That means that. it's safe to own guns. <laughs> when I drink old duels, man, it gets crazy. <laughs> Y'all best watch out when I polish in it my gun. It gets crazy. I'll be up to like 10.30. <laughs> all right. Well, welcome, fellas. Thank yeah. you guys for all being here. Sure. It's really nice. Good morning. And for bringing cookies. We got it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful morning in the Southland. <laughs> Keep moving. Keep moving. So let's uh, let's just talk about a couple of things. I'll take some calls. <laughs> Line one. Uh, so I don't know if you guys heard about this, but uh, Gilbert Godfrey was just fired as the voice of the Aflac Duck. Indeed. Due yeah. to some uh, not terribly sensitive tweets he made. I first, didn't read the tweets. Does, can I didn't, anyone but, say but what the tweets all, are? Did anyone know he was the Aflac Duck? Yes. Of course. Oh, okay. Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course. Uh, Obviously. You're all in voiceover, aren't you? Yes. I auditioned to be the Aflac Duck uh, 10 years ago when that campaign started. Did you? True? And I wonder who was second on the list. <laughs> I saw your tweet that you were sort of yes. hoping that that would come back. <laughs> I, 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 sent a ha- I sent that article about him being fired half-jokingly to my voiceover agent. It, it is, like, it is, hey, are they looking anyone uh, in L.A. for this? This is truly a testament to Aflac. how actors work. It's like, it was 10 years ago. Can I still get in? <laughs> it's funny because they when I originally me. auditioned, this is one of the only times, I think I've only done this like twice, I auditioned in New York and the line was Aflac. And you had to say it. And you had to say it like a duck. Now, today, after 10 years of this campaign, it's hard to believe that you had to come up with an idea of how to do that. Because he, the line was Aflac. Sure. Yeah. 
he created that. But back then, it was. Aflac, period. <laughs> or maybe exclamation point. So it was like, but at the time, one wondered, where, does, where do you put the stress? <laughs> Aflac. It wasn't clear. I understand what you mean. He hadn't codified the uh, thing yet. Sure. So uh, I went in and I went Aflac and left. And I remember I was on the street on Sixth Avenue, and I suddenly went. Hang on. A Wait a minute! I've got it. <laughs> and I swear this is like only one of two times I've done this. I went back to the casting. No. <laughs> I said, guys, I've got a better idea. And I went in, and I all I remember is having the idea. I don't remember. You what made it, it was. a question. You went Aflac. I don't know what I did, but I went back in and presumably went Aflac. <laughs> and they gave it to go Godfrey because it already played cartoon animals. <laughs> well, he's done it before. I can't believe they haven't called you already. The weird thing is, somebody said it's on Twitter, coming. "Why were they spending money on Gilbert Godfrey? Anyone could have done it." I which agree. is true. I absolutely agree. <laughs> could have been the copywriter. I wish it were you, and I wish that you would be the uh, the voice of all products. I think it'd be very fun to hear you go. Uh, PlayStation. <laughs> That's how you hear me? Yahoo! <laughs> I actually did a Reebok uh, once. Is it or not yet? Reebok! Whoa! They were, that, yeah, I was the, the Reebok announcer sounded like Dr. It Benji. was for their angry shoe line. Yeah. Um, was it also a duck? <laughs> Well, that's a trick. They want um, an adenoidal nerdy quality because uh, they uh, felt that would help push James was also sneakers. in the, uh, the beginning of the What's Up that's right. campaign. That's yeah. right. Oh, my, my uh, prestigious we'll get appearance in two Budweiser's. Let's talk this about Gilbert losing his yeah. gig. I want to talk about all the gigs that this <laughs> has. The successes oh, of James Oh, one of Gilbert Godfrey. Bridges. I didn't see the original tweets. I don't follow him. That's no aspersion on him. I just don't know. You can only follow some. Uh, There were a couple quoted in an article. One was something like, if you break up with your girlfriend, don't worry. As they say in Japan, a new one will float float along or float by. You know, other one uh, saying something along the lines of, uh, Japan uh, Japan is very advanced. Most people uh, go to the beach there, the beach comes to you. Yeah. It was more the idea, and this isn't necessarily saying they're good, bad, or indifferent, but it was just like, I think he's coming from a place of the joke is making the joke itself. Yes. It's not so much making fun of what happened. It's just mm-hmm. like, look, I'm making a joke about this. Right. Isn't this naughty? Mm-hmm. But uh, 75% of Aflac's business is in Japan. <laughs> That's what oh, it said really? in the is article. Yes. It is true. Wow. Yeah. Oh so they uh, were Pants. like, yeah, we don't need the aggravation. He I, didn't know that. No. No. I thought it was interesting. I think I read this yesterday that Joan Rivers came to his defense. Did you see that? No. Yeah. But she, I think she tweeted and said, listen, this is what comics do. We try to make people laugh, even in the face of tragedy. Even, in, even with horrible, uh, horrible material? No, not horrible, <laughs> not horrible material. That's what she meant but by like, the face of tragedy. Know, he sort of like touched on this a little bit in that, um, what was the movie? The, uh, the Aristocrats movie, where mm-hmm. he tried to do a bunch of 9-11 stuff at a roast. Like I'm at the end of September 2000, yeah. like yeah. three well, weeks after 9-11. And that did not go over very well, and sure. then he ended up telling Weird. that no, aristocrat he, joke to sort of get out of yeah. it. But There's like, a great uh, account of timing. that that the New York Observer wrote about that. It was a roast for Hugh Hefner and a guy named Frank D. Giacomo. Uh, you can Google it. Wrote this really great article covering this uh, uh, in the New York Observer. And it talks about the roast, and it ends with Godfrey coming out and saying he had a flight 
Uh, he couldn't get a direct flight. They're going to make a stop at the Empire State Building. And this was literally like two or three weeks after 9-11. And then there's just a description. Oh, he was killing up till then. He was killing. And then there's a description of there's this pall over the room and a voice in the back going, too soon. Which I think was oh the first time I saw that phrase. And I think that yeah. was the germ of that term, which these days, whenever anyone makes a joke about yeah. something dark, right. people always write in, yeah. write too, too soon. soon. Well, it's it's yeah. too late for the too soon joke. Yeah. Uh, guys, coffee's ready. Okay. <laughs> who, who wants some? I'll have some. How Black like my president. Okay. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Black, please. Also too soon. Black. You're good? I'm good. You're good? Good. I'll, I'll okay. take a little with milk. Yeah, thank you. Is Twitter really the place for sensitivity, though? It really isn't. Right. But it's just, I, I, the thing about that to me was, like, what are you going to gain from making these jokes right now? You're really not. Like, sure. it's You're just going to upset a lot of people. Because there's people that did it, like, that night. And it's just like, what? Why? Why? What's, what are you getting from this? Like, oh, sure. I only lost 15 followers well, or whatever. Well, at the Sulk had one, <laughs> yeah. uh, which yeah. was very confusing because it didn't even appear to be a joke. It just appeared to be a kind of Yahoo sentiment of, uh, it was, it was like, <laughs> talking about if you uh, want to feel better about um, the earthquake in Japan, Google P- Pearl Harbor death toll. And I wrote a couple blog pieces about it, just trying to understand what he was doing. Mm. And he where, later deleted it and apologized. Where can people read these blog pieces? <laughs> Urbaniac Tumblr. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah. Would I it mean, have made a difference if Godfrey's or, excuse me, Gilbert, Godfrey's Godfrey now? <laughs> uh, would it have made a difference? Hello. Oh, Gilbert, we're talking about it. <laughs> what? Uh, Put them on they the want you back. Guys, I've got to leave. Oh, don't tell James. <laughs> so very sorry about that. If his jokes or someone else's jokes were actually funny, would that yeah. make a difference? I think that really would help, right? Yeah. It's not good when it's just like, oh, you're missing the mark like, in a lot of ways. Right. No, a few like, months ago, that guy wrote a segue off a cliff. The guy yeah. who, like... The Segway The guy, guy who, created, who created the Segway yeah. or right. something, or had something to do with it. Did he create it? Yeah. That's how I had heard Yeah, I think he invented it. Who, Dean Kamen? Black? Mm-hmm. Is that who it was? Black. Here. Black? Too black. Black guy. Thank you. Uh, some guy who... I think he might have been the president of the Segway company as opposed to the inventor oh, of the okay. Segway. Something like that, yeah. But, uh, and that was just so grotesque that it just seemed... <laughs> people couldn't help themselves making jokes about that. And I remember at the time... Someone else, like, uh, I think it was Alison Augusti, who's on Twitter and Tumblr, uh, doing a post about eh, not really being into the jokes, but understanding them. And, you know, yeah. I mean, and I, it's like, in a way, those jokes are a way of acknowledging that we too will go over the cliff someday. Wow. That, <laughs> that's where they're coming from they're? when they write it to uh, Well, that if, you're, if you're joking about death, you're, you know, you're going to die, too, you're and you're aware of that. Yeah. You don't know that. Well, but the real, but the real deal is is that... Uh, uh, um, oh, thank you. The, the, the real oh, actual like, story is is that he, he lost his job. Like, that's it. No one actually right. knows... Like, you mentioned, like, oh, he lost his job, and then we go, what were the jokes? Like, <laughs> we don't even know what right. these yeah. jokes are. And, like, one of the things that I've noticed since joining the, the Twit Space page <laughs> place... Is that? Have you actually joined? I have. Unfortunately, I've like really joined. Um, but what I've noticed is is that uh, it's really easy for uh, people to take pot shots at anyone who's mm-hmm. quote unquote known or yeah. a known entity. 
and uh, it's inappropriate for that known entity to fight back mm-hmm. in some way, sure. shape, or form, mm-hmm. whether it be extremely witty or extremely vulgar, and especially if you hold some sort of position in which you are known, mm-hmm. that is at risk if you speak out in some in some way. Is like, this about what you tweeted at that 13 year No, no, well... <laughs> She I mean, was I, asking for I've it. tweeted my own fair share of stuff, but then you know the other thing I've realized is that people will take everything you say out of context yeah. mm-hmm. and yep. not understand what it is Absolutely. that you're trying to say, you know. Or people will try and be uh, sarcastic and say something, and then I'll reply back going mm-hmm. like, "Come on, that's unnecessary." And they're like, "Oh well, I was being sarcastic." <laughs> oh well, then you don't understand that sarcasm does not work in the written form <laughs> in 140 characters. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So Wait, hashtag what? that. Hashtag it's sarcasm. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag sarcasm. sarcasm. It's weird. Like sometimes a throwaway joke will be the thing that like gets a bunch of people writing at you about like they don't get it or they're upset by it. And I've told this really briefly before on the podcast, but basically I, I did a tweet that was like, you know, I can't imagine sliced bread ever topping anyone's best of list. Just to make fun of that expression. And I got all these people tweeting at me like, well, you've obviously never tried to cut bread before. It's really difficult to slice oh bread evenly. God. Like literally coming to the defense don't go after that. of sliced bread. Time, time hole tweets. Like, <laughs> obviously things from the 1840s. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard. You have no idea what I'm going through right I think now. you mean torn lobes. But he's obviously a guy that is known for doing that kind yeah. of thing. He sure. works in a specific corner and that's what he sort of does and it just so happens that for 10 years he's been sticking it in this guy's face saying (laughs) (laughs) you know what I mean at least he's not I've been waiting for this moment (laughs) (laughs) for the bulk of my adult life you you look at the tragedy and you go who's got to gain from this yeah this guy I sent him very interesting (laughs) (laughs) it's all working according to plan post these you won't regret it and you know like look I think it's safe to say that in times of, it's like you said, in times of, uh, of you know, serious uh, uh, pain and, and tragedy, uh, inevitably you, you, your mind, especially if you're a comedian or you work in the business of funny, your mind sort of goes to those places anyway. I know mine has, sure. and I've got mm-hmm. some great singers that I will not be saying. <laughs> but I'll tell well, you, you know guys better. all about it once the, once the computer's no longer recording. <laughs> Give us a taste. No. <laughs> he knows better. He no. wants to continue that, honestly, to be the Affleck Duck. <laughs> honestly. That's fair. No. Because so, uh, I'm hoping to get the Affleck job. <laughs> so this just uh, came out. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, director Michael Bay. Yes. Everybody's favorite. Heard of him. Uh, recently came out as saying that Transformers Revenge of the Fallen was terrible. Like it was in the news, mm-hmm. and we've got a foremost <laughs> expert on this film as he appeared as door. the U.S. Central <laughs> Commander in the film. Holy shit! The star really? of it, really? No big deal. Uh, Pretty big deal. No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> no big deal. Everybody <laughs> act natural. <laughs> it is not a big deal. I'm uh, I'm in the movie uh, for about one and one half seconds. Wow. How long did you work? <laughs> the star of it. All day. Um, just one day? Just one day, yeah. Okay. No, in fact, I uh, I really only shot for a uh, uh, about half an hour. It was not a uh, it was not a long time. Um, I one take though. I am not surprised that, uh, in as much as all of my lines were cut, that the movie tanked. 
before that. Oh. <laughs> you had some things that really held the piece together. Mm-hmm. Some really connective tissue yeah. that, uh, <laughs> that I had uh, as one member of a, I think, a six-panel video conference. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. Did he direct you? Mm-hmm. So it was actually it was really fun. Um, he was very cool to me. I did see him be uh, a little bit awful to uh, crew. Oh, yeah. um, you know, the whole movie is computer-generated, and uh, I shouldn't tell this story, but I will. Um, the, hum- <laughs> the whole movie is computer-generated, and so there are a couple of guys following him with laptops from, I presume, Industrial Light and Magic or whoever right. does the, the uh, robot stuff. And so everything that he shoots, they, and they jump around quite a bit. Um, you know, like they would bring me to the set and then go, oh, hang on, we're going to go shoot a really complex car stunt. And it's like, <laughs> really? Doesn't that take days of plant? Oh, it doesn't? Cool. Um, and so they would jump around quite a bit and he, um, these two guys with laptops were following him looking at each other confusedly going well obviously that's not going to cut with what we already have and they'd go Michael can we please you know, can we uh, talk about this for a second and he's like guys guys please can I just direct the fucking movie and he, uh, <laughs> he said that more than once while I was there and then escaped in a low status uh, exit in a uh, golf cart which is a funny way to, <laughs> to leave like a heated exchange <laughs> just buzz Peel away <laughs> guys please <laughs> uh, but he was great with me. We uh, we improvised. Um, it was there were no sides or anything. There, were no, there was no dialogue. So he just sat opposite me and uh, that's true. And the we, whole movie that's we, true, <laughs> which explains a lot. Um, and uh, yeah, we we you know improvised some stuff for twenty minutes, half an hour, and uh, and that was that. Just like space work Fun. stuff, like. Yeah, a lot of object work, uh, <laughs> a lot of mime, um, some mirror <laughs> It was a zip and zap. There was no zop. Uh, it was, uh, <laughs> now, was the mood on the set, did you feel like you were making Godfather 2 or Sex in the City 2? Pot shot. That's pot shot. <laughs> um, I felt like I was making money. Oh, <laughs> professional actor, mm-hmm. professional yes. actor. No, like I had a ball. insurance. It was uh, the uh, the only other story I have from my day there was that I was originally hired to uh, play, play an NSA guy, and uh, so I went a couple weeks early and had a fitting, and they built this really nice suit for me. And then uh, they called a few days before I was meant to shoot, and they said, "You're the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff." <gasps> and this was a few years ago, and I remember calling them and er, saying in that conversation, "Cool." Um, there's never been a 38-year-old chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff before, <laughs> and I'll do it. And so uh, I came in, and they built me a, this four-star general uh, army army uh, uniform, which was really cool. And then uh, I went there on the day and was back and forth to my trailer a bunch, um, and uh, like all day. The, truly, they would rush me to the set, like, we're going to shoot it right now, and then other things would happen, and they'd rush me back, and... Uh, at about 11 and a half hours into being there, there was a knock on my trailer door, and I opened the door and uh, grabbed my coat off the, uh, off the hook and started to put it on. And they said, forget it. You're in the Navy now. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, That's emotive. <laughs> and so I was, uh, I was a two-star admiral, and I was the commander of U.S. Central Command in a Navy admiral's uniform, oh. which they built on the spot. And because it's a $161 million movie or whatever, like... They've got awesome people that could, you know, take That's nothing so and make you amazing stuff instantly. Cool. Yeah. Did you get to keep the ones that they didn't want you to wear? Uh, no. Yes, I'm actually. I'm the chairman of the joint. Oh, is that what you're wearing right now? That's what. Oh, I didn't recognize. There it is. You look so grown up. Ten hut. There we go. Good morning. We got it. No, not surprised that he called that movie a piece of shit. <laughs> Did he say any about the first, anything about the first one? Because that was a piece of shit too. Uh, no, he just. I think he thinks the first one is good, and that right. the second one was just 
Uh, I don't know. The first one I thought was actually <laughs> oddly funny. It had moments of that made me go, huh, all right. You know, in a way that a quote-unquote good Michael Bay movie would... <laughs> like Bad Like, Boys. not hilarious, but yeah. it had moments of like, oh, I chuckled or smiled. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is more than you can say for a majority of Michael Bay's films. Sure. Um, really speaking of Pearl Harbor. <laughs> I enjoyed working with him and oh, look forward to doing it again. There you go. <laughs> That's another professional actor right Money. there. <laughs> So, uh, Vanessa wanted to talk a little bit yeah. about the finale of The Bachelor. Because I knew, I saw in all your guys' papers, you, you right all watched it. And <laughs> I know some of you were Team Emily and some of you were not. This is going to be a monologue, but, right? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, I, I wasn't going to bring I this I didn't up. see it, so I'll just sit this one out. <laughs> I, think, I think no one ever saw it, except for a lot of sad ladies. Um, I'd never watched it before, but I had a friend that talked me into it. Why? Well, I've watched... Vanessa, do you, mind, do you I mean, mind if I, I go get auditioned. more coffee now? <laughs> there is no more coffee. You're stuck with this. Um, I'd auditioned for it a few seasons, but never... Just kidding. Um, anyway, I had a comic friend that told me I should watch it, and it was really funny, and the girls were really funny. And I like Real Housewives. Like, There's something about that pathetic catfighty thing that appeals to me, because it's not really... Which Real Housewives do you like? Uh, you name it, I like it. Except really? I'm not that on board Atlanta, with... Atlanta, New Jersey? You're, you don't like Atlanta? No. Okay. Okay, <laughs> I get you. you. The I wives you. of Atlanta. No, he fact, loves the, only, the city. The only <laughs> one that I do dig is Orange County. Really? Mm-hmm. Why is that your favorite? Um, Gretchen. Conservative. Lovers. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I just think it, uh, the others... Um, Too sensational. Yeah. Uh, well, and I think, that I, th- I think I suffer from that problem of when people have an accent that is strong in any direction, barring British, mm-hmm. I think they're stupid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It is true. He just raises his arms in the air like, I win. <laughs> so you Can did I a good also, job. We, we've known Jackson now for over six years. This is the first time I've ever heard of him watching The Real Housewives. He Love lit it. up when he said it. He did. It I know. He got really excited. Love it. Well. You think you'd talk about it more. I know. I'm going to finish what I need to say about The Bachelor. Oh, my God. And I know you guys have to sit through it, okay? <laughs> I was talked into it. Look, I'm embarrassed. I could actually talk about it. You could? Oh. Yeah. <gasps> Okay. Bring it, bring it. I've watched more shitty reality television in the six weeks since my oh, daughter sure. was born. <laughs> but than did I you have watch the finale? Life. Yes, sure. I did. Was it not? The mo- I'm never going to do that to myself again. <laughs> Nobody saw this coming. <laughs> I, I, listen, I don't like it. I didn't know what the look gonna, in your you know, eyes meant. But no, I'm going to mind fuck my kid for <laughs> decades over this. We have known Colin Hanks for six weeks, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and this is the first week for the last. What is going on? Well, what do you want to talk about? Okay, what I'd like to talk about is it was quite a journey, right? I'm going in. This is my microphone. This is now. you. You own this. Let's Brad talk. Womack. I wasn't into him, but I thought that it, things. Did you see be... the Bachelor? Yes. Okay. Emily was the blonde. One. Oh, we're done. I no no. I remember Emily's the blonde one with the kid. And Cheyenne? Or no? What is it's some I, fancy listen, name? The, the brunette. No 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 no. Here, this, if we're gonna have this conversation, <laughs> yeah. this is how it's gonna be. Okay. Bachelor from Austin, Texas, okay. who it's, it's the second time doing it. Yes. Blonde bachelorette with the kid. Widow ish. Yeah, yeah, widow. Yeah, that's, that's true. Serious. And then a, <laughs> They weren't married. It was her fiance. Yeah. <laughs> the brunette. Yeah, could yeah. the, that's this is how okay. I can talk blonde about brunette, it. So yeah. Bachelor. I was rooting for the blonde kind of. Yeah. And then 
the last episode, it was so, she was horrible. You just hate her. She had that weird fight with him. And the weird fight and the super brayette, like, vacant, dead eyes the whole time. And then he proposed to her, and she was still, she's like, oh, that's great. Like, rubbing him on the shoulder. He puts this big behemoth of a rock on her. And she's Huge like, rock. It's, it's pretty. And then there was a reunion. Did you see that right after? No. Oh, well, that's when it really got messy. Oh, no. It has not that been paradise for Brad and Emily. <laughs> it has not been paradise for no. Brad and Emily. She so hates him now after watching The Bachelor. Really? Because mm-hmm. they, they, it's so strange that they fell in love on, on national TV in yep. totally fake circumstances. And that's really and weird that it fell apart out? once the TV cameras went away. Mm-hmm. I just they haven't been allowed to see each other. <laughs> <laughs> you're unfollowed me. You, you're, no <laughs> longer, you're no longer standing behind me. That's so strange. Yeah, the... It's upsetting the whole thing, and it doesn't feel good. So I don't. I thought it might be a feel good, funny, stupid show. It's a feel bad show. It's upsetting me that I know what you're talking. about. I love that. It, you know, it's <laughs> making me happy. That's the best that was part the first the episode so I had ever watched. I'd never oh. watched any of the, the. You didn't miss anything. Bachelor, I'm glad you didn't. Bachelor, bachelor. <laughs> I was shocked that that was the dude's second time doing it. That was yeah. my question. Does it How occur to any of the bachelorettes? Like, maybe he's not a catch. Right? Maybe it's not going to work. These are it's women not. who've gone on a television show <laughs> to look for a husband. So I the, look the answer, into Your answer to your question is no. And also, <laughs> I was shocked that the guy was from Austin, Texas. Austin because is Austin a cool city. Is a cool yeah, city. He's not I'm like cool. this. He must be the dumbest dude from Austin. He's so dumb. Because I've never some terrible yeah. cities, Colin. What are some terrible cities? Mm-hmm. I'm going to drop one. You ready? <gasps> Shreveport, Louisiana. <laughs> what, did they do? what did they do? What did they do? Yeah. They just... What did they, they do to it's, you? It's not what they did. It's what they didn't do. What didn't they do? So they you're saying you anything. hope an earthquake and tsunami happens to Shreveport. <laughs> oh, you heard it here first. Is that, what, is that what you're saying? How do Here's you say the it thing I will say about this. Guys, don't date this okay. podcast. <laughs> Here's the one thing I will say about Shreveport, and I will say it as a joke so that I could lose future employment. <laughs> I shot two movies in Shreveport. Uh, The people are very friendly. (laughs) The people are great. The people are friendly. Uh, The people that I worked with there were fantastic. They're all very, very capable people. But Shreveport itself, (laughs) there's not much going on in Shreveport. And so this is what I I realized. You know, um, there are some days where you will go and you'll go to a movie by yourself and then you'll go, ah, fuck it, I'll see another movie. You'll do like a tutor, right? You know that moment, that moment Working where actors, everyone. you've been, you've been, uh, you're, you're supremely in, engaged in something. You're reading a book, you're watching a movie, and it's totally taken you out of your realm, and you're completely focused on this thing, whether it be you know whatever. The moment that you finish reading that book, or the moment the credits start rolling, or that exact moment where you realize that you are no longer in that, that es- escapism dream world and you're in Shreveport, Louisiana, I call that the Shreves. <laughs> and I've had the Shreves on many occasions. Oh, sad. Sorry, listeners of Shreveport. Sorry. You know I what thought you what happens but in Shreveport know. stays in Shreveport. I thought that was the... Th- no? Uh-uh. Well, let's talk that's about... Vegas, you idiot. Oh, dude. Let's talk about something we can all talk about, and that's the Thrilling Adventure Hour. Yeah. yeah. Um, you guys, it's, it's a lot like this. <laughs> it is. Uh, it, it's how many years now is it? We just had our sixth anniversary. Six. Wow. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and it's every month at Largo. Correct. And you've taken it on the road to SF Sketchfest. Thank you. We yeah, have, thank you. Which was awesome. Thank you guys for coming. It was such that. a blast for us um, from a production standpoint to a performance standpoint. Uh, it was a great audience. It was a great show. It was really a lot of fun. We were laughing the other day uh, talking about the the evolution of that because initially, six months ago, you guys called and were like, how much of the show could we do with four actors? Yeah. Like, how much of the show could we <clears throat> manifest with, you know... Just a few of us. And then I think it turned probably into the largest production we've ever... There were like 40 actors yeah. backstage. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, the the initial huge. pitch to Janet was we sat down with Janet Varney and said, listen, we can do this with six of us going up. Mm-hmm. Uh, four and then Ben and me. And uh, we were like, you know, we'll float it to the rest of the cast and see who wants to come up. And <clears throat> James was game. And then we're like, well, we need some uh, guest stars. We have all these parts. And I remember like, we got in touch with Colin at the last minute, sort of. Yeah, you were like, well, yeah, I mean, I'd only done one born. other one before. Yeah. And you said sort of like, could you do it? And I said, uh, I'll have to know if the kid's coming. But yeah. <laughs> right. and then like a week before, I was like, yeah, I'm in. Let's yeah. go. It was so much fun. We opened it up to all the community people who had just done the show, uh, Alison Bree and Gillian and, and uh, Danny Prudy. Yeah. Um, and the, everyone oh, and just the vet, wanted, to come the wanted to come up. Yeah, we tried to bully Yvette, uh, Nicole <laughs> Brown, into coming. Because she did the show directly preceding San Francisco. We are like... Oh, nice. And she had <laughs> such a strong commitment that she was like, I have to go to it. But... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it was one of the most ridiculous casts ever assembled for a show that we've done at the festival. Really I mean, was. you know, on top of all that, you have Donald Logue, yeah. you have Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, who are uh, both new to the show and who right. killed. And in your usual cast, which is fantastic, yes. you Craig Kukowski and Annie Savage, mm-hmm. uh, John DiMaggio, John Ennis. Like, Paul F. Tompkins. PFT, Mark Agliardi. Yeah. Mark Agliardi. Yep. Yeah. How, maybe. Eh. How was there? (laughs) (laughs) And the Andy Paley Orchestra, everyone. Yes, yes. So how did you initially conceptualize the show? You do it. I do it. Um, (laughs) Should Jackson do it? Yeah. (laughs) Have you heard the story enough so you can tell it? (laughs) No, maybe. Something about a screenplay. Yeah, we we wrote a feature of Sparks Nevada, Marshall on Mars, and did a reading of it in Blacker's living room. And it was the actors were better than the material. Yeah, Paul was there, and Gagliardi was there, and then a bunch of people who are no longer involved. <laughs> they uh, weren't so good. <laughs> no, I, I was not there actually. You were right, not there, no. correct. Um, and it was it was great, and it was how do we make this a regular thing? I had been working on the Paul of Tompkins show, and for a while, and had you know had experience with the ins and outs of a monthly stage show in that alt comedy. Mm-hmm. Scene. So it was if we had another idea for a Nick and Nora Charles piece, and if we had a radio conceit, that meant that the actors wouldn't have to memorize anything. Mm. Yeah, it made it an easy ask for everyone yeah. for working actors. And uh, the guy who played Sparks in the feature is a movie actor who couldn't, he doesn't even live in town, right? Right. So he couldn't commit to it. And Ben saw Jackson in a Second City show. Two Second City shows yeah. over the course of and a couple months. And then pulled me out and was like, just come check this guy out. Uh, and I think it was an improv show, oh, right? Yeah. And he was so funny, and it was a totally different uh, direction for Sparks. <laughs> yeah, it was a strong take. Yeah. It was like an early, like, month one, a collaboration with Jackson on the character. Yeah. Yeah, and then we started sort of filling in the cast from there. Jackson and Gagliardi and Paul and Paget have been with us all six years. But wow. shortly after, Hal and Annie and Craig and uh, James and Sam Levine and DiMaggio and Ennis, they were all sort of the, the last wave. Autumn. Yeah, autumn uh, research. And then it's, you know, over the past three years or so, uh, we were at Embar and now we're at Largo, we've uh, sort of found these 
guest stars who fit into our group so much that we wish we could use them every month. <laughs> right. Uh, like like Colin and like Chris Hardwick comes back quite a bit, and um, Andy Daly has been with us for a few months now. The show uh, and could busy be four, the show could be four hours long. Yeah. I mean, and if you if you guys were to write parts for all the people that want them. It would be longer than that, I'm mm. afraid. And we wish yeah. we could, because yeah. it's, it's still so much fun for us. You know, no matter what other projects Ben and I are working on, the show is still the creative outlet where we get to do exactly what we want. We get to see the show that we want to see. That's so great. Do you use the casting as the inspiration for the writing, or do you... Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Occasionally. Even sometimes if it doesn't work out, we at least then have written a strong character. Right. Uh, so we, it's already uh, this month someone even. easy to play. <laughs> what? This month even. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um, Behind the scenes. Yeah. Sorry, I'm, we're already on to July. This is, <laughs> this is the worst fight I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's okay. You should be. <laughs> so Largo is a great venue for it. Um, I love the fact that Largo is a no-cell phone venue, that mm. they make you yes. shut them down completely. Um, but do you guys still ever get the phones going off during it? I've never heard one. No. That's awesome. No, Jesse uh, is up in the sound booth. And uh, he actually, we learned this a few months in, he told me, uh, that if he sees someone take out their cell phone, he has a laser pointer. (gasps) And he will point them out to Michael, the manager, who will then come in and remove that person. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Yeah, so people are actually really good about it. They run a tight ship over there. They do. They do. do. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's great. That's I've never, I've never heard one. We've been there a year now, and uh, I've never heard a phone go off. And then they beat them up in that alley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So on what floor? And we tend to have a very polite, engaged audience too. People yeah. are there because you know, they want to be. And exactly. Creamy and fun. Yeah. yeah. And it's a show that you do have to listen to. Yeah. You know, it's not just music where you can relax your brain a little bit. Right. Uh, you have to listen because it is stories. And the music's great too. The Andy Paley Orchestra. They are. How, when did you? Was that there from the beginning? Did you introduce that? Or? Yeah. Six months into the show. Uh, Evan Schletter from Paul's show uh, yeah. came and did, he wrote the Sparks theme and did some music for the show. Uh, Dave Gruber Allen, who's mostly with the show when he's in town, mm-hmm. uh, brought Andy to see that show because we all knew Evan was far too busy to uh, become a regular facet. And Andy, uh, dollar signs in his eyes. <laughs> like, dollar signs that represent the enjoyment of working on something. <laughs> uh, was like... Uh, Totally in from that yeah. moment. And, and it's right up his alley. I mean, yeah. he writes these pop songs in two minutes. I mean, he's amazing. Enormously skilled, yeah. yeah. I, was it six months in before he was part of it? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember sound a time effects, before the Andy Paley Sound effects and orchestra. Sound effects and orchestra, Six yeah. months. Work on. Really? Yeah, no, I was making two CDs per show, one with sound effects on it and one with music on it. My and goodness. people in the booth who didn't care. Because <laughs> oh, it wasn't. Would maybe hit paid, the cues. Uh, would maybe hit the cues, and it was... Uh, it was something. Wow. It was, a, it was, yeah, it was a testament to the acting that yeah. done I, don't those have, I don't have any memory of that. Yeah. And the, the acting is always fabulous. The voice work is just phenomenal. Um, you, I mean, sometimes when I go to the show, I go literally close my eyes just to just listen to it for a little bit and just be like, wow, like, it's great. So that's just a real testament to you guys. We had a blind early on, a guy oh, really? who had a degenerative mm-hmm. eyeball thing, technical term. <laughs> so well, Ben he, was in med school. <laughs> yeah, dropped out to do this show. Uh, worth it. He, um, we had a blind. We had a blindo, and he was uh, he, he was saying like I couldn't see it. I could hear it, and it totally worked on that level. He couldn't see it though. 
That's why. He oh, was because that's, that's I he was get doing. it because of the eye thing. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't just a bit. He was actually blind. Oh. <laughs> he was actually blind. Oh. Uh, he's better now in Kinsey. Oh, thank so he you, doesn't Dr. come to the ben. show anymore. Yeah, nice. <laughs> well, I did a little fiddling. Ben. No, yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't because of the show. The oh. healing properties of the show are arguable. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Uns- unsubstantiated. <laughs> so if if you guys will indulge us, I kind of wanted oh, to. Yeah. Uh, sh- to our listeners, show them <laughs> through words uh, a little bit of, of what good voice work can do for something. Yeah. There is a song that's out right now. Um, it is an internet sensation. It's really Are you good. talking about Friday by yep. Rebecca, Black, Rebecca Black? Thank you. I won. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks and for you, the you won the podcast. You win the popular culture I, podcast award. I, just, I saw her coming up the street. Whoa. <laughs> Wait. So... <laughs> Here are uh, yes, we have the lyrics. Here are the lyrics. Oh, this, this is wonderful! Amazing, oh amazing song. I've broken it up for you three there, um, you just to show you what a real good take uh, on these phenomenal lyrics would be like. So, James, if you wouldn't mind kicking it I'd off, I'd love to. Wait, I'm sorry, we're singing this. And no, are you just speaking, speaking it? I don't know how it actually. Bringing goes. truth. This actually could be a little uh, Bukowski-esque uh, <laughs> when you think about it. It's kind of beat poetry. Seven a.m. Yeah. <laughs> Waking up in the morning. Got to be fresh. Got to go downstairs. Got to have my bowl. (laughs) Got to have cereal. Seeing everything. The time is going. Ticking on and on. Everybody's rushing. Not everybody. (laughs) Got to get down to the bus stop. Got to catch my bus. I see my friends. My friends. (laughs) Kicking it in the front seat. Well, we'll go to Burroughs, maybe. then. Kicking it in the front seat. Sitting in the back seat. Gotta make my mind up. Which seat can I take? It's Friday. Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. It's a good Burroughs. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend. Second best Burroughs. Weekend. Friday. Friday. Getting down on Friday. Everybody's looking to the weekend. I'm still working for it. <laughs> partying, partying, yeah. Partying, partying, yeah. Fun, fun, fun. Jesus. 100 more leaves. Fun. <laughs> Looking forward <laughs> to the weekend. Amazing. Now I see my name. Is this where I speak? That's, that's it. Really? That's how we do it. And this is me or Sparks or what do you want? <laughs> Uh, a little so sparks and a little uh, uh, your adventure tear. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is sparks. Seven forty-five. We're driving on the highway, cruising so fast. I want time to fly. Fun, fun. Think about fun. So you know what it is. So. <laughs> I got this. You got this. Uh, my friend is by my right. I got this. You got this. Now you know it. <laughs> Kicking in the front seat? <laughs> Sitting in the back seat? Gotta make up my mind. Which seat can I take? It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. You can see that character April 2nd. <laughs> Truly? Yeah. Fun. <laughs> Everybody's looking forward to the weekend. Weekend Friday, Friday. <laughs> Honestly, don't know what to do here. Okay. Just have fun with it. I'm just gonna. Have, I'm just gonna have fun with it. Think of a duck. Yesterday was Thursday. Thursday. Today I is Friday. Friday. Party. Party in. Wee wee 
we so excited. We so excited. We gonna have a ball today. Tomorrow is Saturday. Graver, more, more grave, a little more grave. Tomorrow's Saturday. <laughs> and Sunday comes after. Words? Words. Words. <laughs> Words. I don't want this week to end. Weekend. <laughs> Weekend to end. Oh, jeez, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm just so bored. Now, this is the, uh, the rap bridge, by the way, that another Let's have it. Oh, shit. Well, if that's it, all right, here we Wait, go. Who, where's oh, Tomasha? I'll be Rebecca well, really Black. Is. So you got to. You, you so chilling in the front seat. Less ethnic. In the back seat. I'm <laughs> driving. More ethnic. Fast in the lanes. Switching <laughs> lanes. With a car so up on my side. Now, passing by. School bus. In front of me, makes TikTok, TikTok, want to scream. Check my time. It's Friday. It's a weekend. We're going to have fun. Come on. Come on, y'all. It's Friday. Got to get down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend. Weekend. Friday. Friday. Getting down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend. Oh, you had to. Nice. I just got a ringtone. Two more songs, you guys. I've never heard that. Art Music Factory or Company. Who is it? What is it? It's this teenager, Rebecca Black, has... Really a teenager wrote that? She didn't write it. You're saying that it's so good, you're surprised that it's... Yeah, yeah. This is actually the first that's ever been written down, I'm sorry. Entity, and they get these very young people to write these pop songs. Like a kid's incorporation? Yeah, it's like a factory for... Sweatshop. Tween... Pop singers, and they get these kids of varying degrees of talent, and they put these videos out there in the hope that they'll catch on. That, that's my impression. Am yeah. I correct yeah. in that impression? I think so. Sounds great. It's, if you watch it, though, she has not a good singing voice. It's completely auto-tuned. She has no presence. She looks great. <laughs> Yeah, some of them are just sort of. I've seen well, some of the other videos, and they're like, that. they're, no, they're so okay. Real. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's a good song on. I was going through their YouTube rabbit hole because I was like, "What is this real?" And it is real. But there's a great song that they've also produced about my jeans, and <laughs> you guys might like my jeans. It's Probably would. <laughs> that I feel like I've seen. <laughs> it's good. I mean, Oof. it's been done before. I mean, it's it's just <laughs> it's the whole package. It's the utter <laughs> it's the utter triteness of the song Without and the doubt. lyrics, and then the fact that. She, this girl just shouldn't be singing in front of people on camera. I mean, I'm sure she's a wonderful person. It's just that she just doesn't land as... Well, she's the Dylan of our times. Poet, lyrics, no, You may be right. Delivery, you may be right. Some work. I'm sure she's a very nice person, but she's from Shreveport, Louisiana. <laughs> I did not say that. I, just I heard she's trans. directing the new Transformers. Yeah. <laughs> She's going to come out and say that this one was shit. Right. <laughs> the next one. Yeah. Saturday. Her yeah. follow up. <laughs> but she has this fascinating combination on the video of. It's true, because I was really interested in this. Is this I can tell. Of, correct me if I'm wrong, but she has. 
in equal measure like total confidence and complete lack of presence. Yeah. Yep. At the same is, time. Yeah. How one can pull that <laughs> off, I don't even know. She does it. By what sorcery <laughs> she pulls that off where she has negative presence and yet this overweening it's, confidence. It's, it's easier than you think. It's, <laughs> it's easier to pull off. That is, that is true. Yeah, James, we're right here. Without being strange, I really think that is like the go-to like defining characteristic I think of a majority of people under Oh absolutely. People like who? Well, <laughs> is this an age thing you're saying? No, I'm saying it's an age no, thing. Yeah. I, I, I'm under... saying I, I truly do believe that there is a group of people Thank you. Sorry. This is a microphone, and I talk into it. Was the Transformers thing the first thing? The Pick up. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah, welcome to the podcast. No, I think that there is there is something to be said about the group of of a I don't know a generation if you want to call them that have grown up with YouTube and things of that nature with the ability to pretty much do anything you want mm-hmm. any, and make it sound reasonably professional mm-hmm. to be able to put yourself out there and do something like this and have that trait of complete and utter self-assuredness that they're doing an amazing job. Is he talking about us? And absolutely <laughs> no. <laughs> no. We're all thinking. Yeah. That's how I feel about my career. Um, but uh, really uh, just uh, not have it, whatever it is. No sparkle. When you watch the video, it's like, most of the time you're like, is this real or is this a prank? It like, seems like a parody of something. Yeah. Because Especially at the middle part when she starts talking about the other days of the week. But so like, really, it's really, oh dear, really. It's a professionally produced video. Yeah. And, and, Animation? But she's, Got it. You know, an amateur, which uh, means, which is from the word love. It means you love what you're doing. So I'm not casting aspersions on I would amateurs. encourage her to keep at it. I assume she's listening. Yeah. Don't, I, back up. Don't lose her. I'm trying to frame this in a positive way. Constructive. You're, you're it doing comes it. Such comes it's from the word love. <laughs> oh, it was produced by Make a Wish. This. Oh. Really oh. Don't tweet um, that. No. Do not. Tweet. No, it was. It was. Uh, produ- it's uh, produced by like a seventy-year-old dude in like Orlando. <laughs> of course. How is Orlando? Do you know <laughs> what I mean? No, but it's like. Do they know, have like, accents there? Like that dirty <laughs> kind of older type guy is like, I'm gonna get a bunch of kids. I'm gonna make a lot of money off them. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was wanting to see it and now I'm not wanting yeah. to see it. Oh no, it's it's essential viewing. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. I think Criterion is gonna put it out later. let's do first. Yeah, let's shall we? Uh, every podcast we do first, it's a different like first R rated movie you saw in the theater, the first concert you went to. First, uh, first, so, first time I've been on this podcast. Just kidding. There you go. <laughs> since uh just happened. Since this is a thrilling adventure <laughs> hour hour, uh, what was the first radio show you can remember really being into, whether it was serialized, like a radio play or just a radio morning program? You have an answer. Um you looked like you had an answer. That's mm-hmm. why I called on you. It's yeah, I remember in uh, there's a guy now who I never listened to named Tom Likas, oh, who yeah. apparently is of the men's rights. He's like the Tom Cruise. He's like a less charismatic version of the Tom Cruise character in Magnolia. He's like got this kind of follow your dick uh, radio show or something. But in 19, in like the late 70s, when I was in high school. Uh, yes. Uh. <laughs> I never told you that, did I? I'm older than you. 
He, uh, Hard to believe. I'm just faking the generational references. <laughs> That's why I watch Rebecca Black because I want to keep up with the young people. He had a show on W. He had a local show on WBAI in uh, New York, uh, in uh, which is a public radio station, and it was all. And the show was on. It started at three in the morning. And he talked – I was really into radio, and he talked a lot about local radio, and he was really funny, and he had a very strong sort of left-wing streak. And he was even very, like – he would get kind of PC, pre-PC, but he was also really funny. But I remember once, like, Saturday Night Live had a, a commercial sketch called Jewish Jeans, where Gilda Radner played this, you know, Jewish-American princess in jeans. <laughs> and Tom Likas, who – was a really funny, cool guy. Like went on and said, "I didn't find that funny. It's based on a stereotype." So there was this element of like real bleeding heart liberalism, but that was just a minor element. Mostly, he was just this really funny, snarky guy who talked a lot about media and radio. And it was a fascinating show to me. And I used to get up at like three in the morning <laughs> and listen to this before I went to school, like on Wednesday mornings. And then, weirdly, years later, I started seeing his name, and he'd become like this kind of, uh, you know, proud, sexist yeah. dude who trafficked in stereotypes. Mm. And it was like, wow, who broke Tom Likas's heart along the way that created this? But I remember being really oh into God. that early version of uh, him. Huh. Howard Stern. That's who broke it. <laughs> probably. Uh, first, um... Probably uh, Prairie Home Companion. I think that's like one of those things, especially uh, um, if you had a grandmother that pretty much solely listened to NPR. <laughs> uh, yeah, my grandma back uh, up in Sacramento, she just had NPR on all the time. So I remember um, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, Lake Wobegon talk in the car um, when it. I was actually really happy when it was that, as opposed to classical <laughs> music. <laughs> you know, because it's like, oh, great, no more of that classical music. Now I can listen to the dulcet tones of some guy talking about some place that I've never heard of before. Um, so she wasn't into Quad 106.5? or No, she was not into Quad 106.5. That is a local radio station in Sacramento, California. Yeah, I grew up in Davis. So well, I listened to, did you listen to a lot of... Uh, I listened to a lot of... Uh, a lot of... Uh, do you know why it's called Quad... 106.5? Do you know why it's, you know why it's called KWOD? Uh, that I don't know. No. It was one of the only, I don't know if it was one of the only, but it was a radio station that premiered in quadraphonic sound. Wow. That was their big catch because when uh, they had made the switch to FM, it was this whole thing of like, oh, you can have two speakers making noise as opposed to just one. And so they thought it would be a really great idea since quadraphonic sound was all the rage with the people's home stereo systems and whatnot, that, oh, well, we'll be the ones that will broadcast in quadraphonic sound. And I don't think it worked out very, well. was designed to get that long. tidbit out. That's right. <laughs> there you go. I'd like to thank our sponsors, Quad 106. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my story is, is very similar, I think. It's, um, I grew up in a home steeped in uh, both PBS television and NPR on the radio, and there were a number of things, um, even... Uh, I'm aware of things sort of akin to the the plays the thing that uh, that the LA Theater Works does uh, mm-hmm. here, where they would effectively just do plays on the radio. Um, even before I remember listening to Prairie Home Companion and mm-hmm. things like that, uh, growing up. Um, but yeah, a lot of uh, 
dramas and that sort of thing. Obviously, the you know all things considered, the morning edition and all those type of things, um, car talk and things along yeah. those lines. My, my wife will be excited. You called out LA Theater Works. She did uh, casting and rights there for like five years. Oh wow! Yeah, nice. Let's go figure. Hey Jenny. Hey Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Jenny. Hey, that's his wife, man. <laughs> uh, in high school, I listened to terrible morning zoo type radio. Um, but you were really into it. Well, no, I would switch back and forth between Don and Mike and the Grease Man. I had no loyalty. <laughs> um, where is that? Where are you from? Outside DC. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the Grease Man did <laughs> terrible, like homophobic song parodies and stuff. Mm. Um, a recurring bit where what if Clint Eastwood was gay? Um, I didn't like Love it. I just premise. listened to it. Um, <laughs> I think I heard that on Prairie Home Companion. <laughs> That's where he got it. Killer had the same thing. Yeah. Uh, but I remember uh, more relevant perhaps to this in college um, driving from <laughs> home to school uh, I caught some people that were doing what sounded like a perfect reenactment of old time radio. Like I got from it was like a Thanksgiving break, and I had come back. And I, was, I remember sitting in my driveway, senior year, uh, going, wherever they're doing this, I'm going to go there and help with this because this is oh, wow. awesome. Like, they are doing it great. So I, I stayed and listened to the end where they said that was a rebroadcast of The Shadow from <laughs> <laughs> So I guess I did it myself. Yeah. With, you know, we did it You're, ourselves. No, whatever. no, you really, you came oh, and helped. Yeah. I am the change I want to see in this world. Was that Canadian, was it Canadian radio? Were you driving from Syracuse? Yeah, to Syracuse, yeah. To Syracuse. Uh, and it was not, it okay. was there. The other yeah. thing, this was one of my, early, this was not my first, but one of my early uh, uh, radio experiences was also, I think it came off of Canadian radio. Um, and my wife and I laugh about this, but because she heard the same thing driving to and from Syracuse. Uh, was they would play on the radio uh, episodes of Northern Exposure. <laughs> and it was a great listen for like a half hour when That's you're really driving cool. back to Syracuse. We both, Ben and I both went to Syracuse University. And um, that was an early radio experience. Nice. Uh, but no, the real first one was I remember, and this is the sort of thing I hate now, but Sunday night's uh, Dr. Demento was on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I yes. remember lying in bed oh, listening oh. to that. And that was I, another big one for me. Yeah. I hate nerds. comedy songs yeah. now. I hate them. Yeah. Um, I like humor in songs, but I do not like a comedy song. Uh, but I remember as a kid, like, oh, it's a little bit naughty. This is fun. <laughs> <laughs> I had an NPR house, and so that's what I... I think I remember Prairie Home Companion first, but all those talk shows... And when I found out about Foley artists, like, I didn't know that that was a thing. <laughs> and I remember as a kid getting really excited finding out somebody was doing all those sounds and the Guy Noir stuff and being really annoying for a long time. <laughs> like, just testing the waters. Awesome. Foley design. Are going to use that lettuce, Mom? Because <laughs> i got a pan and a stick. <laughs> it's going to be rain in here. <laughs> yeah, I think for me it was uh, the BBC recording of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Interesting. Huh. Like, Interesting. I was really into that. And the, and the computer DOS text game of it. And all oh, that. I remember that. You remember that? I remember that, yeah. It was like that and Zork. Yeah. Like the two <laughs> ones. Well, cool, guys. Uh, we're going to do a thing now called uh, the This or That. It's a fun, goofy game. Uh, <laughs> the category of the This or That well, I'll, is... I'll be the <laughs> In theory, the we will be the goofy game. Fun. Trust me, you will know if we think it's, you know... <laughs> I'm hoping for a lot of thises. The, the category is Racehorse or Indie Band. 
So I'm going to read you a list of ten <laughs> oh, names that are either a racehorse or an indie band. Oh. So if I was to say a Fleet Alex, it's a racehorse. But if I was to say Fleet Foxes, it's an indie band. <laughs> so <laughs> there it is. You're, so, getting uh, it. You're getting it. So far, it's pretty goofy. And do we, so fun. Do we vote? Yeah. Do you we say what you think it is, the and then I'll, I'll reveal it. Is our answer. Is it so here we go. Are we working against each other? Uh, you, you, we're working against Cole. Yeah. There you go. Uh, the first one is Go for Wand. G O space F O R space W A N D. Go for Wand. It's a racehorse. 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 Horse. Consensus is horse. It is a horse. Good job. He won the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Phillies in 1989. <laughs> Go for the Wand, horse. Uh, number two is Agent. The fact was fun. The fact was fun. <laughs> but was what a, was goofy? The name was goofy. Okay. But the fact was fun. <laughs> there we go. Uh, number two is Agent Sparks. It horse. seems like it should be a horse, but I bet it's a band. Horse. That's a hard one. It's an all horse band. Uh, it's not horse. hard. Horse. There is a horse band. In here. <laughs> I am, a band. Cake. I am going to go with horse. <laughs> I'm going to go with horse. Horse, horse, indie, indie band. band. Horse, horse. Uh, all right. Um, I thought that's what you said. Locked in. Okay. Uh, it is an indie band. <laughs> Damn. Incorrect. <laughs> uh, uh, You've never band. met my horse? Active in the uh, mid 2000s. <laughs> they toured with 30 Seconds to Mars and Veruca Salt. Oh, well, sure. There's your problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I've never heard of exactly. them. There you go. Not cool enough. My uh, car broke down on my way to that show. <laughs> <laughs> Number three is Ringside. Horse. Band. That's a horse. <laughs> So good. I mean, horse. say it's a YouTube singing horse. <laughs> <laughs> and racing. I will go with horse for that one as well. It is an indie band. God, yeah. <laughs> From Los Angeles, uh, actor Balthazar Getty is a member of really? it. Really? Oh. Actor and heir. Is it circus themed? No. It's like boxing themed. That is also a range of a very good content. A boxing themed game. Indie band? Did band? you think they were a street gang? <laughs> I think I got confused somewhere. Wait, what are we playing? <laughs> no, Balthy yeah, Street, ba- 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 street Gang. Balthy Street King. Gang is the Crips. You've yeah, heard of exactly. that. This is Very so corporate. Weird. Very corporate street gang. <laughs> They're They're it's the Pepsi of street gangs. <laughs> it really is. Wow. Uh, number four is Dr. Fager. I'm just Fager. really pissed off the Crips of Shreveport, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And the Cokes of Shreveport. <laughs> yeah, seriously. They love, they love their podcasts, Sorry. so they're all over this. Continue. Dr. Fager, F-A-G-E-R. I feel like you're setting us up to fail. Dr. Uh, that one's a pony, actually. <laughs> That's an indie band. <laughs> Well, there hasn't been a horse on the list yeah, for a little while, yeah, so I'll have to go with horse. Oh, don't do that. Oh, He's going to game it. Yeah. Don't try to game it. I'm going horse. I'm You're getting in your own head. It is a horse. Yes. Woo! Yes. It's what the did I only say? horse to ever hold four titles in a single year, which was 1968. And it didn't even have thumbs. <laughs> Incidentally, <laughs> That's a Pony is an indie band. That's true. Yeah. Uh, well, you're not right. Still. I dig a pony. Is that, is that anyone? anyone? I yeah, dig yeah. a pony. Yes. Yeah, okay. You're fine. You're not an indie band. On the nose. Major label. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, shit. You're right. Number five, Hallowed Dreams. Or Hallowed Dreams, but I think it's pronounced Hallowed. H A L L O W E D. Hallowed Dreams. Oh, my. It's a boat. <laughs> it's a trip. <laughs> an indie band. It has to be a Christian indie band. It's a Tim Burton. It's movie. a lifestyle. It's a horse. It is, it is a horse. It is a horse. Thirty. I'll go quickly through them. Is it Thoroughbred who won sixteen consecutive? Wow. Rambling Willie. Rambling Willie. Oh, horse. that's an indie band. <laughs> that's horse. an indie band. I'm gonna go with band. 
It is a horse. <laughs> it's a harness racing horse or a pace horse. It won 128 races in its career. Duh, you guys, duh. What <laughs> <laughs> was on seven. an album with Gillian Welch? Uh, um, major Maker. Drink. Band. <laughs> major Maker. Cocktail. Yeah, oh, boy, it sounds uh, like a horse. Army personnel. <laughs> it is an indie band. Mm-hmm. From Toronto, they got famous for a song and a Maynard's Candy commercial up in Canada. Mm. There you I'm go. I'm only familiar with the Tragically Hip. <laughs> Number eight, the Tragically Hip. Shit. Uh, Trembling Blue Stars. That's a band. <laughs> That's a band. Mm-hmm. All right. Didn't they cover Bono or something? It is a band. They're from London. Uh, Smarty Jones, number nine. Oh, that, of course, oh, is well. that is a horse. There you go. That's a famous indie band. Yeah, throw in some gimmicks. <laughs> yeah, it's Adam Duritz's side Next, project. Your mama, horse your band. And finally, number ten, Whirl Away. That's both. A vacuum. What was the... Uh, Whirl Away. <laughs> Whirl Away. Yeah. Do you like it? Horse. Yeah, I'm a regular Whirl Rebecca away. Black over here. Horse. Uh, <laughs> it is... A racehorse. Yeah. They won the Breeders' Futurity Stakes in 1940. 1940, yes. All right. Now it's my turn, y'all. Okay. These are questions. Can we do 15, 20 more of those? Sure. I'm going to do 32 more. Just kidding. I have five questions. They're hard hitting. Are you ready? And if you don't want to answer, you cannot answer. But if you do have something to contribute, you can. He's a flyby. Yeah. Hey, hey. I don't know what you mean, but I think I know what you mean. I don't have anything till 4 o'clock. Great. Olsen twins. Have any of you met them? No. I've seen them. And? Uh, any impressions? <laughs> in real life. Lasting yeah, impressions? Been in the safe shared space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, uh, they lived, we lived in the same neighborhood in New York. Uh, Just moving around the We space. were up for, Ben and I were up for a job. The first job oh, we were promised ten years ago. and didn't get was... How the West was fun? Oh, favorite Warren. You they got TV no. <laughs> Damn. How the West, no. Damn. New York, man. Think show. about it. I think their TV show oh. is called Kate and Allie. <laughs> you no. guys, um, that's, no. <laughs> that's not Mary Kate. It's called Double Stuff. <laughs> oh, Kate, Kate and Ashley. <laughs> Jackson wins. <laughs> Gross. You're welcome. Uh, they no, exist. They, they exist in the physical flesh. That's what I'm wondering. As real kinda. human beings. Right. But have you spoken to anyone? No. Words? No. no. <laughs> yes, See? not to them. She does, Out of she does ask this every day. Yes. Have I ever met them? I went with them. <laughs> <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> <laughs> James, remember James is younger than you think he is. <laughs> that, that has dated you more than anything yeah, ever said. Two days. Reference a 2,000-year-old man. Response to uh, Joan of Arc. <laughs> that and earlier when you referred to people as young people. <laughs> okay, next. You've pissed off the wrong wizard at a dinner party. Wait, you? is this true? Yes. Yeah, it's going to happen, okay. but you get to have a Is it the control. Wizard of Shreveport? Yeah, you got the Shreves real bad. <laughs> you must now choose between these two punishments. You either will have a heightened sense of taste, and you get a, a golden key to any restaurant you want to eat at, but you That's have to, punishment. so far, but you have to chew your food and taste it, and then spit it out and snort it to get sustenance, no matter where you are, at the dinner table, or you never get to eat again. And you have to take a pill for food. Pretty good question. Like either way, food. really. Oh no, you're one of these. <laughs> I know. Either these way, sites. really strong uh, sense of taste. Is that right? No, only the oh my good God. way. Wait, and do you it get again. To eat delicious what food. does the pill taste like? The pill tastes like nothing, and then you just are never hungry and you can't eat. Or you get to eat delicious food, but you have to chew, spit, snort. Obviously B. Obviously, I, I say would, obviously yeah. A. I yeah. go with B. Save Wait. time. Yeah, it saves a ton of time. 
I, I love food. <laughs> That's socially awkward. As right. strange as it sounds, I've been contemplating this very thing every morning. <laughs> in, in, in a little bit of a different contest, I, I have now gotten I to the to point... Believe. No, I have now gotten to the point now where I've realized that I, I'm officially an adult who has just... He doesn't give a fuck anymore <laughs> because I will just sit there and pour a little orange juice into a cup or apple juice into a cup Pour in a protein powder and then do like a spirulina thing and just shake that up and have that for breakfast. Then try and like cook something for breakfast. I just I don't enough of the astronauts. (laughs) (laughs) You're not wrong. You and the astronauts. (laughs) I would much rather I would much rather do that. You should see what our bathrooms look like. They're they're zero g experiments. We all piss in tubes. Um, We all. Yeah, the whole family. How many people live in your home? The whole family. All of us. Thirty people. All of us. Um, Yeah. No, I would just I would do the pill. Wow. And I love. And I love food. yeah. Yeah. I decline to answer. You decline, yeah. but you want we want me to <laughs> know. <laughs> that was an option. I figured like people at home would be like, it. "We haven't heard from Acker yet." Well, there it is. Yeah. I think I would eat the food, but yeah. I'm not allowed to answer. No, it's but your no, question. Wait, you're not eating. The you're food. the wizard. No, I would you're just snorting snort the food. food in front of people. In I which don't know. Every Maybe. meal you then have to. I've eat. thought about this. Someone is going to go. Excuse me. What? This is a public restaurant. She has a disability. The chef the wizard. <laughs> it happens more often than you'd think. 20 years yeah. down the road, I got pissed off a wizard, okay? What Listen, I, I gotta live like this. You don't have to snort it immediately, though. You can spit it back out and then take that to go. I you think it would be. apologizing to the wizard. Weirdly, it was Peter Boyle's character, wizard taxi driver, mm-hmm. who's just a cabbie and not an actual too soon. wizard. But he's too very soon. Too soon. Threatening. Too soon. Right? I just watched Taxi Driver. <laughs> okay. Next you know, question. Another, Already? Another practical one? Or? Yeah, this one is more practical. You are given surveillance equipment. Have you met the Olsen twins? <laughs> and the Olsen twins. What do you like? <laughs> You're allowed to monitor any of the... I have to snort things with the Olsen twins? Is that what you No, oh. that's a dream. Because I, I would totally do that. <laughs> Mary Kate, They're Ashley? a lot of fun. I've heard they're fun, too. Okay, sorry. Anyway. Go ahead. Uh, Someday. Don't, be. Don't go. You guys, this is out of control. Um, you're given surveillance equipment and allowed to monitor any one person for a year. Who do you do? Me. <laughs> you guys speak for all of we, we can all agree on that. I think we all agree, Jackson. I think we all agree. Yeah, I want to know what the he's up to. decision is made. Yeah. I want to know what he's up me. to every day. <laughs> Definitely. Mark Evan me. Jackson. <laughs> Fascinating. Snorting his food, you guys. And no, he's not even. He, he didn't even piss the wizard off. He's just pulling it. Sorry. I didn't mean to change it to genie. No, that's okay. It's, I apologize. They're different. They but yeah. You, you get that. Uh, yeah. Persian, and I uh, get genie that. Genie is a Persian genie. Uh, sorry, the other way around. Persian I, cat. I, I also call cocaine food. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, is that is that going to change my answer? <laughs> For who you surveil? Going no. <laughs> I'm still going back to that other one. Yeah. No, You're I just call cocaine, cocaine food. All right. It's my own personal. I'm moving to the next question. Oh, James I, has I, an I, answer. Uh, Carl Rove, I guess. Oh, I thought, oh. I thought everyone was <laughs> be a fly on the wall. Uh, That's interesting. Fly. I would That's actually surveil choice. a fly on the wall. There you go. <laughs> Show him how it feels. <laughs> <laughs> or they, the president of the company that makes that equipment, get right back at him. Hello, sir. Show him. Yeah. How do you like it? Snoop around. <laughs> okay, you are asked to put together a romantic comedy, a rom-com, 
that Done. takes place in outer space. Who are the leads and what do you title it? And it's supposed to be bad. Good I don't bad. know, but I want to get the lead and then be pissed <laughs> at the person who gets it. Of me. Uh, it's called Shooting for the Moon. <laughs> Nailed it. And it stars Jimmy Fallon. Yes. Nice. As uh, an unlikely astronaut. Yes. <laughs> He's sort of a last-minute replacement. To Guys, I can't believe I'm an Paris. astronaut. What? <laughs> yeah, he, like he goes up, he sings. This is so crazy. In that from the 80s. Oh my god, guys, I'm so lucky. I'm an astronaut. <laughs> That's really Blind fucking odd. Science is in the Who trailer. Who does a felon? <laughs> and uh, it's not bad though. It's, it's really good. It's a little bizarre. And uh, who's the woman he falls for? <clears throat> well, one of those blondie. Romantic comedy girls. <laughs> uh, they're all entertaining. Dating and so. Oh my god, I'm in a Witherspoon or Catherine a Barrymore. This is so weird, man. I'm so lucky. Hudson or a Cunis. Yeah. Oh man, me and a Cunis. Maybe you're uh, <laughs> <laughs> Amanda, what's her face? Oh, oh man, the Siegfried. Man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like, I'm, I'm in because space so, with a little yeah, red riding hood. This is so nuts. She plays an alien. <laughs> Oh, oh. What I'd like to say, Amanda, you've got three eyes. This is crazy. For the listener, what's really selling Colin's impression is his head movement. <laughs> yeah, his head is sort of, sort of bent, his chin is down. There's a plug we can do uh, after this sequence is over. Yeah, it's true. About a space release. First of all, I think the title is Over the Moon. Over the moon. That's why you're. Um, see, I think it's under the moon. But he's really good. <laughs> a little yeah, play a, on that it. That was a good spitball. That was a good. Yeah. 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 Oh no! It inspired uh, the real title. <laughs> yeah, For me, the title is either Station Break. I thought it was. Oh. I'll get a parenthetical on the IMDb. I thought it was inspired by true events. That's crazy. Working together to fix the station. Are the Russians evil? Uh, well, we, except for in this oh. relationship, they have to get outside themselves, uh, <laughs> or it's called "Written in the Stars," and it's ah. sure. yeah, it's just a uh, soppy romantic. Yeah. I love it. A real Witherspoon vehicle. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just gonna rent change Space for Station of Love, but that one's shot on video. The satellite with a of bunch Love. Of other people, Satellite of Love. Uh-huh. Yeah, but that's shot on video with a bunch of people from the Valley. That's a different <laughs> kind of movie. Acker and Blacker wrote a movie called Drones. Talk about it. It's about space. <laughs> it all, and it's Are a, they selling it? It's a romantic comedy. <laughs> and it all takes place in an Isn't office. Isn't it supposed to be coming out on I just like DVD the I hear March. I hear check out your DVD. No, it's, it's it due March this now? spring. It's due this spring. spring. Uh, James, James and Jackson are both A bunch of the gang in are in it. And, and uh, it, does have a, and uh, it does have a romantic slash uh, space angle, mm-hmm. but it all takes place uh, in an, a, an office. Yes. On Earth right. in That's the United States of America. James. Is Jimmy Fallon in it? <laughs> now he is. Oh, man. No, we got... Can't TV, wait to interview them. TV's Jimmy Fallon. TV's Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> Sam Levine. <laughs> Sam Levine. Uh, Sam's probably got a Jimmy Fallon. Let's find out. I bet Get you, him on the horn. I bet you he does. He's already done the show too many times. I bet you he does. <laughs> I bet he does. I'm sure he does. I have a final question. Oh, God. Oh, wait. How about looking for Uranus? Is that... (laughs) No. That's the one that I'm going to buy later on. Dude, where's Uranus? If if you love Saturn, you better put a ring on it. How is that? No? Correct. (laughs) Okay, this is the last one. And I don't... It's just... Don't it's not the it. best question. I'm just gonna say the uh, other ones were really good. I'm expecting the best question. <laughs> wow. It's gonna be it's gonna blow us away now. I hear yeah. you, I hear you operate on the say the third best for last. Yeah. yeah. Well, not this time. Oh yeah, this time. <laughs> but you're right. You you've heard about my first <laughs> You made fun of one too many mystic kangaroos. Just go with me. 
<laughs> Would you rather nope. have? <laughs> hey, hey! I didn't know. Go me. on the journey. No, I haven't. Kangaroo Jack had magical powers. Jeez. <laughs> you guys. Time. That's another brand. Go on. I'm, I'm all ears. Thank you. I knew someone. Was... <laughs> and you're going to have a real answer, too. Is that That's what, what the I kangaroo like is saying? Is that, is that, are you already pouch. in character? <laughs> Would you rather have a flesh pouch on your stomach? No. Or you have to yeah. sleep in a tree every night? Sleep in a tree. 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 Free. I would even make Flesh a tree house. How big's the pack? What? Why? Crow's you know mouth. it's full of embryonic fluid. <laughs> you can clean it out. This thing out. It's called be- pockets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just put a zipper on it. It'll look cool. Yeah, if you like it, you don't need an extra fluid. pouch in your flesh. The majority of men are, are born with pouches. We cut them off. <laughs> Pouch. Is that you, true? You learned something here. Yeah, yeah. No, th- yes, that's true. <laughs> I want you to believe this for the rest of your okay. life. <laughs> so when boys turn into men, they cut their pouch out. Sure. Yuck. Well, I think this was a nicely awkward question to go out on. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, thank you guys for coming on. Pouch. Awesome having you. Uh, when uh, I would use a pouch. Pouch. Good. Yep. Me too. Somebody's in the pouch corner. What wouldn't you. I put in it? <laughs> Sandwiches. Starstruck. I might call that movie. We're <laughs> <laughs> just gonna go back and start just replaying them all. I've actually loved fruit. Ah, <laughs> Thank you for having us, Colin. Thank you for having Thrillingadventurehour.com. They can go there and uh, subscribe to the podcast of the live show. They can subscribe to the podcast. They can get tickets for the live show, which they should do early, yes. early in the month. Uh, in as much as I went to do it last night, and April's show is already sold out. Wow! Yeah. Uh, you know, two weeks out, and uh, that's generally the case. Yeah, no big deal. Pretty, it's, big it's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> We're thrilled about it. That yeah. is awesome. Well, congratulations on your all your success. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a grown up now, so <laughs> uh, way to go. I see your briefcase. <laughs> it doesn't suit you, Riley? and I hear it. <laughs> Thank you for your custom. Mouth. <laughs> okay, we gotta go. Uh, Let's do one more. <laughs> Racehorse or one more podcast? Uh, yeah, thank you guys. Uh, you can follow the podcast at PMC Podcast yeah. on Twitter. I'm at Cole Stratton. I'm at Vanessa Rackham. Uh Any of you folks are on the Twitter, we know Colin is. It's uh, at Colin. Is it underscore? There's Hanks? an underscore in there. Ugh. In the middle. Who got the other Colin Hanks? The, the fucking. Fake Colin Hank? I don't know. <laughs> Let's Some get him. Dude who put my photo up. And oh, he's who I really? meant to ask to do the show in April. <laughs> well, he lives in Shreveport. I don't know if you're really going to come out. Shreved. He's got Shreved. James is a, has a huge Twitter yes, presence. Yeah. Huge. At James Urbani, at no underscore. <laughs> no, you I'm fuck. sure you're already following. Uh, Mark Evan Jackson has a sporadic Twitter <laughs> presence. I don't understand it all the way. You I'm, were great for a while. You were hot and heavy. You asked everybody if you What's could go to, to bed understand? the other night. <laughs> that was last night, yeah. Yeah, was that last night? That was last night. At Mark Evan Jackson, M A M A R C E V A N J A C K S Y. It's the at sign. Not you don't have to write. <laughs> oh. It's the at sign. Then A T. No. And Thrilling has one on there too, right? Just Hold on. At Thrilling. Ben Acker okay. has one. There we go. Whoa. But the other Ben Acker took it. Really? No, he took his. I took mine. Just say yeah. it. Mine is B N A C K E R, because he took the one with the E in it. Some guy who fishes yeah. somewhere, yeah, up north. Look, I'm already having a hard enough time with Blacker and Acker. You're telling me there's another Acker that <laughs> yeah. I've got it, and three more Blackers. Yeah, yeah. and we're gonna team up with them. <laughs> oh my god! I have, have my own. Okay, uh, it's at Ben Blacker, which is my name. Oh, 
You got it. Yeah, I got it. I nailed it. At <laughs> Thrilling uh, ADV. At pen. Thrilling ADV. Uh, you can follow, and that's the best place to find out about uh, when the podcast goes up and who's in it and who's in the show and if tickets are available and all of the other Acker and Blacker uh, enterprises. Awesome. If you want to know, though, what I overheard, <gasps> follow me. P-N-P-C-K. <laughs> I think yeah. we'll end with that plug. <laughs> I overhear stuff all the time. You don't have any buttons and in front of you. And if you want to read some really moving quotes by inspirational thinkers, Edgar <laughs> posts those regularly. Yeah, yeah. Well, you just did A lot of pictures of his dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, the dog I want to get. Yeah. It's not even your dog yet. That's it, My guys. Dog. Do you want to plug yours again? <laughs> yeah, we're good. That's good. Bye. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> Bye. Subscribe to the Pop My Culture podcast on iTunes. Check us out online at popmyculturepodcast.com and follow us on Twitter at PMC Podcast. Thanks for listening.